In this episode, we look at how to stay motivated when you're working from home. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and today's episode is on uh, dealing with motivation, focus, productivity when you are working from home. This is something that many people listening to this show are having to do for maybe the first time, maybe it's not the first time, but it's not something you do regularly. And so you don't really have the routines or the habits built up around it that allow it to be a productive environment. So this is going to be an important episode for many of you. And I'm super excited to jump into some of the topics because it's all things that I've learned over the last uh, two years, two and a half years or so of or nearly two-ish years of being self-employed myself. Um, and it's, it's something that took a lot of effort to figure out. So we're going to be sharing three very concrete pieces of advice in this episode. And I'm super pumped to jump into it. Now, before we do, Let's look at today's sponsor. We all know how important our mental health is when trying to make big changes in our lives. Simply put, without taking care of our mental and emotional health, we won't be able to take the tiny leaps we need in order to move forward. That's why today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest counseling service. It's 100% online and has helped 759,000 people just like you. With BetterHelp, you can get the support you need easily. Simply make an account, answer a few questions to be matched with the perfect counselor, and you're good to go. You can speak with your counselor in whatever way you want via text, chat, phone, or video sessions. And you can get the help you need exactly when you need it by messaging your counselor anytime, anywhere, or scheduling a live session at a time that's convenient for you. Every counselor is licensed, professional, and thoroughly vetted, so you can breathe easy knowing that you'll get the help you need. So take control of your mental health in 2020 by going to www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. That's www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. When you sign up today, you'll get 10% off your first month. So head over to betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps and get started right now. Okay, so the first piece of advice I have, if you are working from home, uh, it is new to you, it's not something that you are regularly used to, uh, first big thing I recommend is going to sound counterintuitive, but it is true, and I'll explain why in a second, is to take breaks regularly, like more often than you do when you're at your job. Now, why do I say that? Because this environment, uh, there is value in context, right? So when you are at work, you are able to stay focused much longer than you when you are at home because the context of the environment you are working in is work-related. Everyone around you is working. Uh, the, the computer you're working on, if, if you work on one, is work-based. There's not as many distractions. There's not as many uh, things that remind you of other things that have nothing to do with work. You're in an environment that is designed for work, that is designed mostly for focus, and is is there and has always been there for you to accomplish things. Now you are at home. 
Home has always been the context of relaxing. Home has always been, uh, for you at least, the place that you go when work is done. Maybe it's your living room or your bedroom or wherever it is you need to work if you don't have a home office. It's not easy to all of a sudden turn that into a work environment, to change that context in your own mind, because over time you've built that up. And so taking breaks more regularly and working for shorter periods of time allows you to uh, almost, I don't want to, I hate using the word hack, but it, it kind of is a little bit of a life hack of allowing you to make that context work for you because you don't have to hold on to it for as long. This is why I recommend doing the Pomodoro technique. So for those of you who aren't familiar, the Pomodoro is very simple, 25 minutes of work, five minute breaks, you do that five times, and then you take a 15 minute break. Um, The reason working for uh, those shorter periods of time is going to be extremely valuable, more valuable even, when you are working from home for the first time, or it's not something you're regularly used to, is simply because you don't have to hold on to that focus and that context as long. You can allow yourself after those 25 minutes to be distracted. You can allow yourself to uh, get up and wash the dishes, get up and do a chore. Whatever it is you need to do that is itching at you in the back of your mind and your subconscious, you can get those things out of the way while also getting work done. So having those shorter work sessions and taking breaks more regularly, that's going to allow you to work within this new context and start to build it up as a place of work rather than trying to work the same way you do at work and recognizing very quickly, oh, I can't focus. Why is that? Well, it's because everything around me is for home. Everything around me is for relaxing. Everyone around me is is for hanging out. It's not really for getting work done. So I just want to make sure you are really thinking about the context you're working in and how that's going to change your ability to stay productive. And this is one of the first big things I had to overcome when I started working from home more regularly is that it's just not a place of work. And so I needed to make it that way. And in the beginning, I really had to focus on working less so that I could get more done over the the, uh, long term. Now, the second one uh, is going to rely a little bit on the novelty of this new context because you are working from home now. You are in a scenario where uh, you're doing work-related tasks in an environment that maybe you're not used to doing those tasks in. So, Sometimes it can be helpful when you're finding yourself uh, slipping in terms of focus, slipping in terms of productivity, slipping in terms of motivation. It can be helpful to do things that you couldn't do in your office. Now, this is where in the beginning of working from home, a lot of people like working in their PJs. Why is that? Because it's novel. It's new. It's interesting. It's not something you can do in a work environment. But here you are working in your pajama pants. That is a really exciting and interesting thing. Now, that novelty eventually wears off. Eventually, you realize that it's actually much harder to focus that way. And it's actually much harder to stay in a work mode that way. But in the very beginning, when you are just starting out, that novelty can actually create excitement. That novelty can make working from home feel like a fun thing at the beginning. Again, that is going to fade. That's not something you need to be thinking as part of your strategy for the long term. But in the very beginning, as you are getting used to this, as you are starting out, 
you can use those novelties to create a little bit of extra excitement, a little bit of extra focus, and a little bit of extra momentum to actually get started on those tasks that you are maybe putting off because you're worried about the chores and, and whatever other thing you need to focus on. And then uh, one last thing I want to share here is something that really took me a while to wrap my head around, but is so incredibly important. It's you should not buy into or fall for hustle culture or the always on mentality. Now, this is one of the biggest casualties of our current internet age. Uh, we live in a world where we're always connected. Uh, and so some jobs, many jobs, in fact, expect us to be always connected. Now, that is hard enough when you go to work and then you get home and you're getting Slack messages or Google Hangout messages from your managers and your bosses and your teammates, and you can still turn those things off. When you work from home, it gets worse. Why? Because there is no end of the day. Like, yes, in theory, 5 p.m. still, you're clocking out. But if you don't actually clock out, if you're not paid hourly, if you're paid salary and you're working an office job, there is no representation of, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm walking through that threshold. It's no longer work time. I'm now home. That's it. I'm done. I'm good. Now, there is going to be, and, and your, your managers, your bosses, they're not bad people. It's just naturally going to happen. There's an expectation of always being on. There's an expectation when you work home of there being no distinction, no delineation between the work that you do and the life that you live, where work-life balance becomes just work with very little life. So you have to be careful of that. And the way that you do that is to create boundaries. The way that you do that is to be crystal clear on what you will do and when you will do it. You have to create those boundaries. Otherwise, everyone else will create them for you and they won't be the boundaries that you want. Now, again, this is something you've probably dealt with in your regular job life where you go to an office every day. I am trying to warn you that it will get harder now. It will be more extreme now. It is something that you're going to have to tackle again and again and again and make the actual conscious choice of every single day. Because now that you are at home, now that you are working from this environment that previously was not designated for work, not only will you feel like, oh, I didn't get that much done today, so maybe I should just work a little bit later. Maybe I should just ha do some mindless work while the TV's on. I'm still relaxing, right? No, no, no. That is not the way to do it. The way to do it is to set your boundaries. Set your boundaries and decide when you are done working. At that point, your job is to learn over time how to get all the stuff you need to get done in that time frame rather than expanding the time frame to get all the stuff you want to get done. Fit it in. Don't expand. If you expand and bring it into the rest of your life, not only is that going to make you less productive over time, but when you eventually get back in the office, you're still going to have that expectation set on you. You've got to set the boundaries now. And you've got to do it every single day uh, afterwards. So for those of you who are working at home uh, as a result of the, the social distancing that we are all currently engaged with, hopefully, this should be a fun time. 
um, yes, there, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of panic. There, there's a lot that we can't control right now. But working from home can be a fun and interesting experience. And especially if it's something not something you need to commit to for the rest of your life, this might be a fun time to try it and have fun with it and enjoy it. But you do have to learn how to do it. It is a skill on its own. And hopefully the advice here can help. So again, just to recap very quickly, number one, you have to learn how to shift the context. The way you do that is to do it a little bit less work and allow yourself to take those breaks more regularly than you would at your regular job. Number two, in the beginning of this experience, utilize the novelty of working at home and all the things that that allows you to do to give you that excitement and momentum to get started and going and build up. And then number three, set those boundaries. Don't buy into hustle culture. Don't buy into always on mentality. You are in charge of the delineation between your work and your life. Make sure that those two things don't blend just because now you are working in the place that you live your life. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you know someone who is struggling with this, who could use a little bit of advice as far as working from home, send them the link. Uh, head over to YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Grab that video link, send it to them, or send them the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you listen to your podcast. Send them that link. Whichever works for you, send them the link. Let them know this is here as a resource. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.